Hello and welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs and with me as always is... Fred Durst. Whoa. Oh, wow. Controversial. My and recent... favorite singer in any band <laughs> and, and my favorite band, Donald Trump. <laughs> Save the day. I'm, just, the I'm being controversial. There goes the one-star <laughs> review. Fred Durst oh, and Donald Trump and wow. you are. Well, I can see voting for that party. I'm, I'm simply Rob Morphy. You're simply like... Just, like, like simply, simply red, red except... Yeah. Probably still better at singing. Simply Rob. Simply oh, Rob. Simply Rob. I didn't care for that band, Holding but I do like Simply Rob. I know. things that did too wrong. In the castle crying. I don't know what he's doing. I on a train. I'm trying to remember. He Simply did have red. wonderful hair though. Kinky red, either Scottish or Irish hair. I'm not sure what their indigenous you know land is, but whatever. I yeah, I don't know. So they were there. So somewhere. I'm sorry if we've alienated Simply Red fans. <laughs> uh, everybody in about one one minute. Just the whole gamut of any new metal we had. fans, yep, Simply Red fans. Yeah, everyone's going to be. Upset. I don't know if there's a lot oh, of Limp Biscuit fans left though, so I think we're safe on that one. I I don't not even sure if it's still a thing. I mean, I, I know Fred Durst is directing movies with like John Travolta. Oh, really? But what? Yeah, uh, it was like some weird fan stalker movie, I guess, well, with John Travolta. God bless them. Both. I mean, I, I I don't know. I'm not really sure. I can't go down that rabbit hole right no, now. No, we can't. That's we can't. too much. We have bigger things to talk about. Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. Thank y'all for joining us, and thank y'all so very much for listening. Um, hey, you know what? There's a reminder. We're available on iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Sure are. Spotify. Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, which recently laid a bunch of people off. That's a shitty move, iHeartRadio. And YouTube. We need to give some love to our YouTube peeps. We do, they're absolutely. Uh, ever so often on the socials, I'll post up. Um, there's one YouTube commenter specifically. I can't remember his name, but he does like a little rap about every episode that we do. Does he really? Yeah, really. kind of cool. Like, they're kind of funny. <laughs> they're so, he, I laugh my ass off. He's on YouTube? Yeah, he's on YouTube. I got a couple of my phone. I'll, I, I Sometimes I put them on the socials or I'll like, link to them in the Facebook group. Mad props for whoever really? you are I for didn't still see doing them in It's actually pretty anymore. cool. It's, it's, now it's I'm going to have fun. to go back and backlog and try to fucking read them all. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, uh, so you can check us out there. Thank y'all to everyone that subscribes each week. We appreciate it. Uh, Patreon, Patreon shout-outs. This week we have, uh, let me get a Patreon shout-out list, Alex Jacks. Welcome to the Patreon, my friend. Welcome. Yes, Alex. Thank you so very much for your contribution. Uh, $1. Is it Jacks with an X? Uh, no, J-A-C-K-S. That's just as cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com slash Podcast. $1 will get you a shout-out. $5 will get you some bonus audio. Uh, thank you to everyone that is over there talking. It's a good time. It's fun. Uh, what's really cool is if you sign up, we're up to like episode 21 or something like that, I think. Really? So for five bucks, you get like 21 episodes. It's not bad. Yeah. And, and you it, could kind of hammer through them pretty quick yeah, and drop and off if you wanted to. You can to. listen, drop not off, Not that I'm and encouraging that, but I mean, shit, why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're living unlimited funds and that's something we can all identify with, then yeah, fucking rock out. Totally. Spend a month, listen to a new pod for 21 days in one month and then move on. Yeah, yeah. see ya. There it is, boom. See you next year. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Come back and get 20 more episodes. Uh, so Heller Space, hellerspace.com. Go there to get your merch. Uh, sales are always happening. We just had a sale. I didn't even realize it. Really? Yeah, just a bunch of orders came in and I'm like, uh, what's going on? I am so glad people are on the ball when we're not. Because we are not on the ball. No. 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 New producer. No. Ballless. So, <laughs> yep. the, ball, the three ballless wonders. <laughs> I believe in one of our Patreon episodes, it was uh, 
fuckless tattoo and fatty. Oh, yeah. Is that oh, what yeah. you call us? <laughs> yeah. It makes yeah. sense. That's, yeah. What, that's what you call us, Robert. So It Which, surely feels like an incriminating self-indictment that I would have uh, doled out. It might actually be a fun t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently Chris made the curly shuffle uh, popular again. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm Chris, Chris Brown. But did it ever really go out of vote? No. No. Aliens heartbeat. made sure when they created that tune. Yeah. yeah. That it was, True. That it so was that when they come back, they're going to... We gotta know. We gotta yeah, know. There it is. All right. So this week, uh, moving on with the episode, uh, this is kind of fun. It's crazy. Didn't get a chance to read the entire article, even though you did send it early. I did. Thank you so very much for a change. But uh, this week, we were talking about the gargantuan gardeners of Guanajuato. Well oh, done. Shit. Ooh, you like that? I we, do. We had to make sure that we, we were pronouncing it's this true. right because, uh, yeah, we uh, can't. You know, yeah, we're not fluent in Spanish. My Spanish sucks. Or English. Yeah. Spanglish. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Esperanto. Yeah. None of that. Just no, life in good. general. Yeah. We're unfluent in life. Yeah. But it is um, the place of one of my favorite Lucha Libra films, The Mummies of Juanajuanto, as I like to say it, even though I think I'm brutally mispronouncing it. So, uh, so we're not dealing with that, though. We're dealing with. The big old gargantuan gardeners. Gargantuan guard. Gargantuan. Gargantual. Gardeners. Which is like eventually gargantuan. Eventual, yeah. <laughs> Look at that thing. That's a little King Kong right now, but he is gargantual. Eventually gargantual. he's going to get there. First off, though, mad props out to uh, Eileen from the blog UFO Experiences. I got this story from a lot of sources, and I even actually kind of remember seeing it on TV when I was a kid, but... Uh, she did a particularly excellent blog, again, on uh, UFO experiences, so I wanted to give uh, her a shout-out and that blog a shout-out because it's pretty fucking thorough and, and well done. All right, cool. Dope. Let's get started with, in what has to be one of the most paranormal puzzle-ridden regions of Earth, Mexico's Valle de Santiago is a cave-ridden network of former volcanoes said to harbor everything from prehistoric monsters and extraterrestrial bases to slinky snake women and subterranean giants who, not unlike the legendary Prometheus, are alleged to have given local farmers a gift that literally seems to have been stolen from the gods themselves. It's always stolen from the gods. Zeus is going to be so that, pissed yeah, that's the problem. again. In fact, we infuriate him a lot on this pod, I think. That's what we do. We've called out no. Zeus more than once. Yeah. And Prometheus... He was a little handy with the fire, but I'm grateful. When I read I mean, that, I think we all owe Prometheus yeah. a big ups. When I read Prometheus, I'm like, D -d does Rob mean the engineers from the movie Prometheus? Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. I, that's where my mind's at. Come on now, the fire thief. All right, there you know, you cool. or you could even go uh, Frankenstein's monster. You know, oh, the okay. modern Prometheus. Nice, Mary Shelley. There you go, doing shit at 17 that I can't imagine doing at 47. I well, know, right? Well played. Mary fucking Shelley. I know. Making me feel bad every day since I turned 17 because I cannot live up to your austere example. Thank you, Mary Shelley. Robert, let's but, do this. But I digress here. Okay. Located in a region that is said to be the navel of the Mexican Republic, Guanajuato's Valle de Santiago is a sprawling arid landscape punctuated by long dormant volcanoes, many of which have long since transformed into crater lakes. Known locally as holes or jewels, seven of which are celebrated as Las Sete Luminares or the Seven Luminaries. Cool. So there's a pile of them. But okay. seven of them are particularly revered, and they're beautiful volcanic crater lakes. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. These unique geological structures are said to correspond with the celestial body known as the Big Dipper. 
and over the centuries have been the site of numeral ufological, mystical, and even cryptozoological encounters, particularly with a man-eating lake monster named Chalk, which is said to lurk in the tunnels that link the volcanic lakes, but which purportedly makes its home in the fourth of the seven luminaries, known as, and I'm going to do my best to do this right, Rincon di Perengueo. So the fourth lake of the seven is where ones. Chalk lives. Okay. That, that's his main habitat. But allegedly, kind of like the rumor that I think has been essentially 100% dispelled that Loch Ness connects via undersea tunnels to oh, the ocean right, so that right. Nessies can go back and forth. Right. I don't believe that's true, though it might interconnect with other locks. Um, there is a belief that continues, and I don't know if cave divers have proven this to be false or true, that these different crater lakes through these underground catacombs mm. are linked up and Chalk can just frolic about. Dope. chalk con Do his yeah. thing. Do it. I know. Another fascinating legend deals with the first of the luminaries, La Alberca, a lake in which an ancient half-woman, half-serpent creature known as Talanchana was said to dwell. During the late 1970s, Mexico's first lady, Carmen Romano de Lopez Portillo, was said to indulge in night swimming in the lake, accompanied by world-renowned Israeli psychic magician and spoonbender, Yuri oh, Geller. No, I was like, this, he's not going to go there. Yeah, but I saw it coming. I, like, I was like, is there another one? I saw it coming. I saw Yuri Geller. I was like, I oh, he's going to do it. People so in the Matrix. He's swimming with the first lady in the lake. I mean, you know what, man? Whatever, cool. It was times were different. People things did, were di- people was, did cooler the late shit. 70s. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to swim with Mexico's first lady in a magical lake and hope that There's... you get Talana Chana. I think I've already ruined her name. The snake goddess to come out to yeah. show up. Yeah, see what's up. Maybe have a threesome. Maybe just commune wow. with nature. Presumptuous. It was the seventies, dude. It's your fucking a time he was that a spoon, as we were talking about before the pods. There was a time where certain things got you dates. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Bending spoons was a Bending sure spoons. way. Bending spoons probably wow, got man. someone's yeah. So Dude, put- I literally watched being good at Pac-Man when I was a kid for teenagers much older than me result in walking outside to make out with girls that they the, the poorly manicured mustaches had no right to achieve. All right, well. Different times have different seductive protocols all right we got yuri geller involved rob right so speaking of the geller were they trying to commune with this millennia's old entity simply treating themselves to the watering holes purportedly curative properties succumbing to their baser animal instincts as i might have hinted at or some combination thereof doing it whatever the answer the place had long been a magnet for those seeking spiritual communion with the unknown until it died Sorry. Dry. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> the lake, what? Excuse I don't know me? if lakes can die, but I think it essentially I mean, did. Probably I'm like a, you know. Until it dried up during the 21st century due to overuse by farmers seeking a source for irrigation. So, the, uh, so it is essentially the murder I of a get lake. It. No, right. But they, did right. they kill the, food, the, 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 the fish woman? Well, is she dead? Where, where would uh, is she homeless? Tlanachana go? Jesus Christ. Did I she go, did she go, what is that? I keep, yeah, I keep forgetting. It's. It's Talanchana. That's what I was saying. I was adding adding extra A's everywhere. Talanchana. Talanchana. So they, like, I assume that maybe if there was catacombs that interconnected, maybe she went to survive somewhere else. Maybe a snake woman doesn't need water, even if it is 
half water moccasin or something. Maybe she has got a nice apartment. Maybe, maybe she's got maybe a sweet condo in Buenos Aires. Yeah. Maybe she went south. You yeah. know, living the, the fucking high life. Yeah, in Ecuador. Right. Who the yeah. fuck knows? All right. Well, fucking word up. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a problem that that lake is gone. Yeah, that's sad. not that's not good. It's sad. While stories of visitors from other worlds and prehistoric lake-dwelling monsters are undeniably captivating. Arguably the most astonishing of these legends hails from the mid-20th century when a young farmer claimed to have had an intriguing run-in with a pale, wild-eyed stranger who told him a fantastic tale of subterranean giants... And what makes this particular account so intriguing is the fact that it comes with that rarest of gem, proof. <gasps> we have evidence? Of a sort. Well, okay. of, it's always of a sort. Of an acknowledgeable sort. Okay. People have been put to the death chair for less. The death Don't chair. I totally drew a blank. The death chair, yes. I was well, trying to say death uh, penalty death an chair. electric chair, but it is now the death chair. Auburn, New York, home of the death <laughs> chair. Oh, enjoy the death wow. chair. Pod presents. The death chair actually sounds way cooler. Because oh, so <laughs> like, you never know how it's going to come. You know what it's going to be, gonna be dude. Syringe, right. It's yeah. going to be fucking, it's pretty fucking big. sword up your ass or something. Oh, oh sword yeah, up your death dude. chair. Oh. There's no rules. Like Metallica. No rules in the death chair. Yeah, shit. That was more of a toilet. That was a toilet, though. Yeah, yeah. it was a toilet. But still, right, death still. chair sucks. Death, death chair, death chair does what suck. Is it? Just worms. Like, what do you? What <laughs> oh, is that? could you imagine? Like slowly getting eaten alive by worms oh, yeah. in the death chair, dude. The report, <laughs> which was published in autumn of 1980 in issue 33 of the Fortean Times, claims that on an autumn afternoon sometime in 1947, a 17-year-old farmer by the name of Jose Carmen Garcia Martinez was with the help of a pair of mules plowing his three-acre field not far from Valle de Santiago when he was suddenly confronted by a lanky, pale, and clearly exhausted stranger. The mystery deepens. Jose knew literally everyone who lived in his small farming community, but instead of shying away from this weary outsider, he stopped his work, brought him to his home, and offered the man homemade sweetbreads and coffee. Oh, that's nice. Hospa-fucking-tality. Oh, a lost art. Sweetbreads are great. Yeah. Come on. Bread. Grateful for the kindness, the man sipped his beverage and began to regale the young farmer with a truly bizarre tale that would have an astonishing impact on the rest of his life. According to Jose, he sat spellbound as the fatigued foreigner told him how he had been captured by a gang of tall, gaunt beings and held hostage for a number of days inside one of an array of extended tunnels beneath the long, dormant volcanoes of the seven luminaries. So not just interconnecting waterways, bone-dry catacombs mm. full of giants. Held hostage, all right. His guest would go on to describe his abductors, which he referred to as humanoids, as being extremely tall and gangly with what he referred to as distorted albino features. So basically, okay. hmm. I, I, I can't help it. This is the way I see it. Like, acromegaly kind of um, bold features, kind of like, you know, the creeper, that, that poor actor that, you know. Okay, yeah, all right, that right. Got, you know afflicted with this disease or something like maybe a like a really skinny Andre the Giant where you get this pronounced brow and these right. long gaunt features but without pigmentation that's right. that's the vibe i'm getting but the from engineers okay. from prometheus it, well you okay, are just hell bent I mean, i'm throwing a the lot less muscular <laughs> i'm hell bent for prometheus all right possibly if you need it if you All need right. that i'll give it to you it's a great movie i love it okay, okay. 
Weirder still was the fact that these non-human entities spoke no discernible language and seemed to be communicating with one another, utilizing a series of odd, unintelligible, quote-unquote, sounds. Speaking like a pops and clicks? Hey. Weird. All right. It just well, says unintelligible sounds. I mean, there are yeah. human dialects that are pops and clicks, but they're just not commonplace. Okay. So maybe even weirder. Maybe chirps and whistles. Ooh, hisses and farts? Yes. Yeah. That just yeah. makes sense. Snaps and claps? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Snaps, claps, hisses, and they're, farts. They're just hipsters like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Weird. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm bilingual. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's another language. No. Deal with it. Although the man had no evident idea why he had been kidnapped, he was apparently left to his own devices and noticed that the creatures seemed to focus most of their efforts on harvesting giant vegetables from their carnivorous, cavernous gardens. Their abductee noted that as they toiled, the beings appeared to be focused on what he called a quote-unquote odd formula involving hieroglyphic symbols. Ooh. This is going to be important. Okay. According to the farmer, his enigmatic guest then asked for a piece of paper onto which he either sketched or scrawled, probably a combination of both. After all, what is hieroglyphics? Is it drawing or writing? It's a fine line. Well, when you're communicating with hisses and farts, yeah, yeah, you got to make some symbols. Sketched or scrawled a formula, which he claimed were his captor's clandestine keys to growing gigantic vegetables. He then gifted this remarkable recipe to Jose in gratitude for his generosity, stating in an eerily prophetic tone, and I quote, Concentrate on these writings, and in time you will understand their meaning. It is a magic formula, and by using it you will feed the world. Let them know it's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Feed the world. Make it a better place. It's magic. Yeah. From I think I think, I think you had me at it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, all right. So Mark these words well, sir. Um, yeah. You want to feed the world. Okay, well, I, I got I got it I is got a pile we'll see of, what it, I got questions. Mm, Hieroglyphics. Okay. We all That's have all questions. we know. He's so like, here's a formula, grow giant rutabagas. Yes. There you go. Okay, cool. That's 100% what we've got so far. All right. Well, there will be some answers. Well. There will be more questions. Okay. All right. Okay. With that, the shadowy stranger, who seemed perhaps more of a messenger than a victim, simply finished his coffee, stood, and walked out into the darkness, never to be seen again. Oh, great. Oh, phantom messenger appears in the night. It's my thrash song. I loved it. Hey, like it. Dude, I'm waiting for the next slide. Ready to fight. Let's keep going. That's it. I know, really. The dude on YouTube who leaves us the sweet rap comments will definitely, he'll definitely do this for us. God bless him. Yes. All right. I will eventually remember you. Please finish Mark's song. Yes. While it is difficult to know what Jose made of his strange visitor or the odd planning protocols he was given, he admitted that following the arcane man's departure, the images of these symbols became seared into his mind's eye. For days, the farmer obsessed over the hieroglyphics until, after three sleepless nights, he instinctively knew that it was time to plant his seeds. Instinctively. Instinctively. So that adds an interesting paradigm to this whole thing okay it's either all funkadictic bullshit 
and it doesn't matter. Funkadickic. Yep. That's <laughs> you know, I, I was going to let that go. I was going to let no. it go. I stand by that. Funkadickic. I thought we were going to edit that, but we're not. Oh, no. Funkadickic no, no, bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, this is fucking dickic. Yeah. No, real fucked up. I was ready to accept that. Is it like dick? Is that what it is? We got some funkadickic shit going on. It's true. It's way beyond the pale. So... So it's 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 really it's either that or one of those things where the message itself, while maybe illegible or indecipherable to the logical part of the brain, mm-hmm. somehow impregnates by simply viewing the knowledge that is necessary into the mind's eye of the seer. So maybe this guy is like a, a funkadictic psychic. A fun- a funk- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna work sigils into that, but all right, yeah, cool. you could. Yeah, is that cool. how sigils work? Uh, not really. You don't understand sigils; they not just really become the truth. No, it's not how sigils work. And I'm not necessarily saying this is how this works. I mean, actually, I'm just I guess, suggesting. No, I guess technically this could be could how be. they work. Yeah. Jose, uh, you know, is a peasant farmer. He would be the first to admit as much, and and, right. and not a man that you know had a lot of time for education. He was working the fields from like day one, pretty right. much. Um, I don't know how well he spoke or wrote Spanish. Probably spoke it fluently, but who knows, you know, how how uh, prolific he was at writing. But I'm pretty sure he didn't recognize these hieroglyphics for what they were. Right. So the fact that three days later, after, you know, sleeplessly pondering this shit, he, he just felt knows the, the calling. Plant, yeah. It just means that there's something going on. This plant them seeds, so. Maybe, right? Or well. it's just a big old quinky dinky. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what happens when Jose and his uh, He just knew plants. instinctively put them fucking seeds in the dirt. Do it. In his verdant fields, Jose grew lettuce, turnips, cauliflower, and other vegetables of outrageous dimensions. I don't say that lightly. That's not hyperbolic. Okay. <clears throat> Stupid big. Outrageous okay. cauliflower. Though he would grant that the high doses of volcanic minerals which permeated the soil were a factor, he insisted that the key to these colossal creations came in the form of, and I quote, astrological processes that dictated times suitable for sowing by means of astral letters. Whoa. I will say this again. I do. Because we all need it. Okay. The reason the vegetables got so goddamn big. Okay. Astrological processes that dictated times suitable for sowing by means of astral letters. Yeah. Now so the sense. astral letters, which may well be just an interchangeable word for the hieroglyphics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Either right. implanted in his head or somehow communicated to him the exact time to sow said seed. Suitable time. Ergo. Suitable time to sow by Big astral- fat cauliflower. Okay, cool. Sweet. Six foot tall cucumber. Mad shit. Yeah. I mean, astral mad crazy processes. big veg. Okay. Okay. All right. Just three months later, Jose harvested his first crop of eight-pound onions, colossal 60-pound cabbages, collard greens over five feet in length with leaves about two feet wide. Jesus, all right. When the beaming farmer brought his haul to market, he drew gasps of astonishment from onlookers, and a global legend was born. That's a... Now, here's the deal with this. It seems absurd photographic proof really no i it's not it's, it's, people it's grow big pumpkins like big and squash pumpkins, yeah, you know, there's the seven thousand people grow shit pumpkins. all the time that's big that's yeah, not but, unheard of but the eight pound onion 
That's I, stupid. You know, I hate it, and it that's, should be that's, destroyed. That's, that's, that's Chris's enemy. That's pretty much the Death Star. Onion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I saw you blast. That's Chris's pound onion. That's too much onion for one Earth to handle. That, that's Chris's personal Death Star. He is Alderaan. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh thing is, that thing is coming for him. Okay. <laughs> what astounded his fellow agriculturalists was the fact that they all knew that Jose used identical seeds shipped from Texas in the very same burlap bags and bought in the very same community store that were sown by the other farmers in Guanajuato, but that somehow, almost inexplicably, his results were dramatically different, almost, frankly, miraculous. What's more, despite their great bulk, Jose's customers asserted that his vegetables, and this is a quote, are as tender and tasty as any of conventional size. They not only go farther, but they taste better than any others. Okay. Is this, well, is this what we're talking about right here? Right here? Right. Um, More you delicious. Can, you can find, uh, yes, those okay. are the ones from like old timey days. Okay. So that's one of like the super cabs. That's, that can feed, like, an Irish family of 76 for at least an hour. Yep, at least. That's a big old fucking cabbage. Yeah, okay. All right. That's... Well, okay, so we have photographic evidence that the, there is an eight-pound onion big, ready to destroy Big veggies. Crust. All right. That's big not, super I'm not, like, I'm not ready to... All right, well, we're wow. not ready to believe in subterranean I'm, albino giant I'm not ready Chris? to give this to the shocking to the cosmos yet. Large yeah. vegetables won't commit you to this? Yeah, I don't know what can. What can we do Jesus. to make you open well, your let's mind the for story. more? We try and, uh, every week, and he just denies us. <laughs> no. Every week, he just denies us. We, we have photographic proof. lovers. Wow. Of giant the vegetables. <laughs> Dude, Went a little further than I thought, but I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah, if it was taters, I might be like, okay, we're going to find this fucking... Because because you live off oh, of potato. They do cook the tater. Dude, the taters are part of the process, yeah, man. Taters, they got tubers for days. All right, Where are they? Where are they? Can we continue? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Where are Chris should have brought one for Chris. We should have. I know. Wheeled we it in. Yeah. Back in my Ironically, trunk. Ironically. There it is. All right. Somehow in the okay. taters. Again, I want to reiterate. Can Not age. just big. Onions. <laughs> tasty as the dill. So not no. only are they tender, big, but they are tender and tasty. It's just like... The, the babyest of veal. The babyest. <laughs> all right, wow. You had to really... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the talking about vegetables. Tender. So yeah. when I say a vegetable is tender and I only compare it to veal, which I won't eat because it's made of dead baby calves, but I will eat a super tender sprout that is veal-like in texture. <laughs> Somehow I'm the villain. <laughs> so is that... Yeah, I don't think that. I can save myself here. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm not even digging the hole deeper. You're, I'm just digging it rounder. Yeah. It's going to be a pool before I'm done. It's a moat around a hole. I'm sorry I said veal. You're making, a, exactly. you're making it wider. You're making it wider. You don't need a moat around your pool, Rob. No, you... <laughs> I need Fuck. to guard my pool from... <laughs> Something. Veal. They can grab it from veal. Oh, you know, when baby cows attack your pool, you'll be glad I made your moat. When you hit you them fuckers. with eight-pound onions and Christopher <sighs> celebrates with glorious victory. Yeah, yeah you light him on fire and he's in his catapult. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking cat <Molotov> onions. <laughs> Just fill him up with petrol. Oh, I don't want to be on fire and crying. Layers yeah, of agony. Onions, yeah. Oh, my God, it's deadly. Layers of agony. Is that the new life of agony tribute, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah, bringing it back to an off-pod conversation. Yeah. Anyway. Not as recently <laughs> as 2000, grower Oscar Arandando er Ramirez, a friend of Jose's who worked in the Chapa de Mota in Hildago, I'm not even sure what any of that is, but that's where he worked, okay. claimed Chap that these so-called quote-unquote astronomical and astrological steps, meaning it's both fucking Hubble 
and some fucking crazy batshit backroom fucking star charts. So we got like some some symbols and some planets. You got some active, legitimate fucking astronomy, evidently. Right. Okay. And you've evidently. got the crazy backwoods fucking magic that is found next to your comics page every day in your daily newspaper. Okay, I read my uh, I read my uh, what's it called there your horoscope. Your, your horoscope. See, I can't do that. Because I don't believe in it, but it will completely taint every day. Not to get too far, not to get too far, yeah. but I don't actually, like, I don't read it every day, but if I read a paper, my OCD kicks in, and I'm like, shit, gotta read my horoscope. You, you have to read the horoscope. Because yeah. if I don't, You're then... going to be open to a new opportunity today all day long. I'm yeah. looking for this fucking golden opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And then exactly. I start misinterpreting dumb shit as my golden opportunity. It fucking, no. it fucks up my mind. Oh. All right. I can't well, live like that. All right. Well, I not live like OCD that. OCD aside. My point is... It combines both science and magic plants. Cool. I love, I love okay. science and magic. We're, we're dealing with Oscar Ramirez now. Okay, cool. Okay. According to Ramirez, these you know magical and, and spacey steps were still used by locals to make the giant vegetables all those decades later. So in 2000, so basically half a century later. So they're passing down the, the formula. Yes, okay, cool. absolutely. Jose is really open about that shit. Awesome. But he insists that there is a dark side to using this amazing gift and that... He and other local farmers employing the secret that had been passed on to Jose have been threatened by multinational farming conglomerates as well as agrochemical and biotechnology corporations such as Monsanto. Fucking Monsanto always comes up with this shit, dude. It knew it had to happen. Because they sue farmers, they're fucking pieces of shit, fucking assholes. And as a result, many... That is, the local farmers from the Guanajuato area have been jailed or been forced to escape to the United States to evade prosecution. Because they will legit fucking sue you and throw your ass in jail if, like, you don't, if, like, you, like, use certain seeds and shit. They're fucked up. And don't they cause cancer? Am I the only too? one that's mad about Monsanto here? No, I mean, I, I never should all be upset like, about it. Dive into it, man. Yeah, no, they're bullshit. I, I will. Pesticides are garbage. Pesticides, yeah, hand, sure, but... Uh, big vegetables are cool, but who else is tripping on the phrase multinational farming conglomerates? Well, yeah, Am I the how, only how, one that's savoring that Dude, that's what Monsanto runs. That's how they fucking keep shit going, dude. This isn't just fucking one country. This is fucking worldwide. Well, let's, let's watch Mark digress for a while. <laughs> this is the shit that they do. This is how they have a grip on the fucking farming community, which is how they fucking control our fucking food source. I'm just waiting for you to get to Hubbard somehow. And, All right, um, Hubbard, yeah. he's there. Sure he is. He's definitely there, and the, obviously they realize that this magical process he's, may or may not there. have been he's developed there. by fucking Aleister Crowley, who Harvard was a fucking pro. He was yeah, involved no, with I'm, that that's shit. That's why I'm just helping yeah, you get and there. And Jack Parsons was there too. Helping you right. get there. Harvard was a protege of Crowley. No, he definitely no 100% was. And Jack Parsons. I think yes. he was a protege. Yeah, he was exactly. not smart enough to be a protege. No, but I mean, they hung out. They 100% hung out. For lack of a better term. But none of that has anything to do with this, which is well, the poor goddamn farmers of the Valley de Santiago have evidently, according to Oscar uh, Arandando Ramirez, and by default also Jose Carmen Garcias, uh, have been persecuted mercilessly. The multinational fucking Monsanto shit. Because they're too goddamn good at growing vegetables. Because they got the fucking key from the aliens and Monsanto can't have that because Monsanto's going to be fucking put out of business because these people are growing pure organic alien astrological 
Look who's ahead Vegetables. of the curve now. Yeah, huh? Exactly. See? Did you read this in advance? No, but this, Did is, how, you do this, your is, this is how Monsanto research? fucks you. This is how they right, fuck let's you. Let's continue with the story before we go too deep. Into so that. mad about Monsanto right now. Clearly. Nevertheless, <laughs> clearly. Never the fuck sucking less. Oscar has created an enormous compendium of photos of the mammoth vegetables, which he genuinely believes were created with a formula of alien origin. So despite the fact that people are getting prosecuted, he is the, the compiler of the evidence, making sure everyone knows there is fucking photos galore. And now they're on the internet. He's bringing these vegetables. He's bringing the truth. He's putting okay. himself in trouble. Yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. No, he's bringing the truth to, to but the, the people. But the reason okay. he knows that they are of alien origin, at least the method by which they were grown, is due to the fact that he has been in psychic contact with an alien named Luzbell, who has given him refined growing formulas so that his people, be it the aliens there, Luzbell's people, can quote-unquote reconcile with humanity and help our species, again quote-unquote, activate our DNA so that human beings can evolve into our true form. And this is what he claims. The body's glands can be naturally energized in the same way that it is done with seeds, growing in their own space of divinity to expel the reasoning that has us tied. So we have the weapon to do the independence of reasoning and being able to be gods again. Okay. Thank you, Deepak Chopra. That was a little choppy. No, dude. Processed, is not dude, his first language. processed foods fucking us up. Vegetables from God would become fucking higher beings. It's all real simple. Ham, ham bad vegetables. So we activate good. our DNA. Yeah, like they activate the seeds. This is a really cool pro vegan hyper organic actually. Yeah, you know they should all yeah. go down to the seven luminaries. Totally cool. camp out yeah. and fucking get in touch. I'm gonna tell they my sister. I'm, I'm gonna, my sister in law is a vegan and makes me food all the time. Thank you very much, Ashley. I'm gonna tell her about this. Maybe so go she check would it out. Enjoy. Go make go see if you can give me some giant green. cabbage. Fuck yeah, dude! An eleven pound onion. Yeah. All right. Who's to say? This is how we. This is how we fucking achieve our final form. Are you guys ready though for the weapon to the independence of our reasoning? Can't wait. Us as a species to be gods again. <laughs> yeah, a let's sixteen do it. pound. Like onion. to me, this is. I mean, it goes beyond just eating healthy and okay. cleaning out your. You know. I'm ready. You know. DNA fucking chakras. Yeah, I'm, I'm right, let's do blow it. Blow my fucking mind. Oh no, I don't know how we get there. I'm just saying it's, it's oh. something there. If oh. you expected oh, a step by step instruction I on how we were to become have gods, a revolution. I thought there was more. There's yeah, there a revolution. Are more. There's pro- plenty more. I'm not, I'm not even close to being fucking uh, done. That's what, let's I just go. can't promise you that I'm going to be the one that tells you the step by step process to clean your fucking genes. I don't want to stop. I just want the super god. I want the next big thing. Man, you ask a lot from me. Can't do everything, guys. We were supposed to have a revolution. We can't now. Funkity Dickens. <laughs> Don't fall back on your Funkity Dickens. Oh, I will do what I want. Hashtag. All right, fine. Whatever. Do you. All right. So, whether or not we're gods again. <laughs> Lofty goals to be sure. But Oscar is convinced that Luzbell and the other intra-terrestrials. Oh, shit. That's another one to add to I the like fucking that. pantheon. I fucking like and that. And I'll tell you what that is. I know. A I'm race done. of wise entities that live I'm inside done. the Earth and operate UFOs. Oh, uh, see? See? Oh, this is my shit. So they're not this necessarily my extraterrestrial. In the corner. <laughs> Chris came up. They could be like <laughs> supra-Earthlings. Yeah. Like before us Earthlings. Who's to say they're from another planet? Dude, they're here to bring they, might be. they are giving us a message of chloroform. They live in the dirt. better. They pilot UFOs. Yep. They're infraterrestrials. 
We're all going to have to deal with it. I'm down. Bring it. I don't know how they feel about ultra-terrestrials, but I'd like to think they're going to be allies in this war. They're going to fight against the infraterrestrials. Of course, are on our side. They have they're to trying be. to make yeah. us fucking better with our DNA and good so veggies. All right, all right, all right, cool. All right, I'm down. all right, all right. Hold on. Whew. These aliens have our best interests at heart, and that is why they want to teach us about spiritual growth and raising superfoods. He even contends to have seen and photographed one of these alien beings as in the early 1990s near the first luminary which he described as, and this is the alien, this is how we described it, clad in a silver-blue one-piece outfit with glowing eyes that shine as if covered in gold. That's a little creepy. Gold eye. Good old golden eye. Or is it Ultraman? Oh, my God, that's so fucking Ultraman. Could be Ultraman. Jeez. All right. Reportedly, the entity's hair, beard, and shoes... Not Ultraman. ...matched the silver color of its clothing. Could be. Despite its penchant for peace, however, Oscar claimed that it brandished in its right hand a weapon which he described as a triangle with a glowing tip. <gasps> Is it the crawl weapon? Oh, it's not a glave. Are you sure? Oh, no, because that's not Is a sure? triangle. It doesn't, it doesn't oh, crawl? no, it's not shit. Fuck. Clearly not. Oh, triangle with a handle. Crawl! <laughs> no, I was trying to... Look, I was trying to extend a hand of friendship to Chris it and bring like him back. It is like the ultimate throwing <laughs> star he, he left. of fantasy glory. Yeah, okay. no. It is not a triangle. That right. just sounds like a wand. Yeah. A triangle? Well, a tri- like, a triangle. Right, so I'm, I'm, I'm imagining it's a a equilateral, maybe an isosceles. You're holding the, the flat part. The pointy part sticks out. And it's glowing. But wouldn't you hold the bottom part so you can throw it? You, why are you assuming? I'm assuming it's like a firing weapon. Oh. Why do you assume it's a hucking I weapon? I thought it was like a ninja star. That's why I thought of crawl. Well, but, really, but with a handle? No. Don't you, don't you throw triangles in defense? Listen. You never throw a triangle Only if they're not to connected You throw triangles to in offense, sir. <laughs> there are rules. I'm trying to bring Chris back. Yeah, that's how you start a war. Yeah, no, no shit. <laughs> Fucking throw triangles at people. That's how you start a war. <laughs> okay. The photographer, that being Oscar, <laughs> was made aware of the creature's presence when he was startled awake in the early morning hours near La Alberca. That's the first of the luminaries. Oscar claimed that he broke away from his slumbering companions, all of whom were there to have a mystical experience. He grabbed his camera and followed the sounds toward a small mound where he noticed a glow and a strange being that walked erect. Courageously, Oscar clicked the camera shutter, its sharp sound prompting the entity to whirl around and make an unidentifiable sound. Small. The story's full of unidentified sounds. By, like, yeah, there's a lot of weird sounds. Yeah. A sound you've never heard part. before? Like, a sound you've never heard before? Yeah, because if he made a startled sound, we could all be like, hey, <gasps> hey oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, triangles. Oh. But an unidentified sound, that, that's just right. weird. Like, like he snapped a picture, dude whirls around, and he's like, yeah. and you're just like, oh, yeah, I don't know what that means. I mean, I guess there's plenty of animal sounds I've never heard. Sure. I guess, so I'm just assuming it's like... I mean, you know, they're not going to... Speak our language clearly. That's just not right. the jam. Okay. So, okay. Seemingly unimpressed by the human or his camera technology, the being turned and continued, and this is a quote, walking down a slope without falling or making any effort whatsoever as though floating. That's how Oscar described his descent, which reminds me a lot of the old Risley Silverman, 
The way he could awkwardly oh, yeah. go down, the go down a super yeah, hill right. and seem like he was half gliding okay. and no effect of gravity. Lots of things do There's The Undertaker. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, no, this it is. is going it's the back, super Undertaker. Yeah, this is, this is the Undertaker move. With, within just a few steps, the creature tramped into the darkness, vanishing without a trace, but not before the photographer managed to snap a second photo, this time of its silver back. The image of the being's front was printed in issue 104 of the magazine Question Police Policiaca. I, I don't know. It sounds like it's Question the Police, but I, I don't okay. really know. Sure. Which was published in the week of October 20th through the 26th in 1992. Okay. Another local agronomist, Ramiro Sanchez Asparagoza corroborated not only Oscar's tale of a silver man, but Jose's story about aliens and their agricultural advice claiming, I once spoke with a very strange man who wore a silvery one-piece outfit. He spoke our language. He told me to plant a seed at, of the same plants I was growing, that being carrots and lettuce, in a single plot, and then, using a technique known only to him, he vanished before my eyes. I never saw him again, and three months later, I found that the carrots were one meter tall. That's a big fucking carrot. That's a big That's carrot. A Just saying that. Carrot. And you can imagine my surprise five months later when the carrots and lettuce head were gigantic. I could barely carry one of each. This is from uh, a separate guy altogether, Esparogoza. Esparogoza. So... Some corroboration on silver-clad people. Maybe they're from the fucking catacombs of the dormant volcanoes of the seven luminaries. Okay. I know this is... Listen, I understand that this is folding in on itself a little. And I, I get that it's going to be hard for our listeners. And I can I can tell by the looks it, on your it, faces... It's a little loose, I'm losing but... you. No, but don't no, get I'm lost. In. I'm here. I'm because with you. No, I'm, I'm all you guys have to remember is fucking albino giants... Yeah. Maybe they like to dress in silver. Perfect. Maybe their eyes are gold occasionally. Right, yeah, Monsanto they pilot fucking UFOs. shit up. The vegetables get big. Okay, cool. That's all we need so far. Sweet. Perfect. Space spells, okay. I'm in. Yeah, space spells. God's Regardless men. of the cryptic origin of the formula, Oscar cannot fathom why the rest of the world has turned a blind eye to Jose's plant augmentation formula, which has worked wonders in his home areas, inquiring, why isn't the world interested? If this happened anywhere other than Mexico, world scientists and agricultural experts would gather here. And he might be right about that. Oscar claims that Jose desperately wants to impart the secret to growing these gargantuan gourds to the rest of the planet and to fulfill the promise made by the stranger so long ago that he would use the formula to feed the world. But that the Mexican government, presumably at the behest of Big Veg, oh, be Monsanto or whatever else, has veg. not only refused to help, but has actively tried to thwart the process through incarcerations and other unseemly methods. This is how they come for you, man. How would they, they can't, know? They can't get you directly, so they fucking know. They discredit I mean, you. They make you seem like a fucking crazy person screaming about Monsanto on a podcast. And then the next thing you know, boom, no one believes you. Big Veg got Big you in the veg. ball of ice. Just like Big Pharma. Big Every veg. time. Yeah, they get you. And the reason they would know, I would think, Chris, would be when you're hauling them into the local farmer's market and they're fucking and all And they out see of this shit, yeah. And everyone's talking about Jose or Chris's new pumpkin or fucking whatever else. Chris's, Chris's fucking 12-pound onion. 
That would never happen. Chris the Onion King. You would destroy just, all your crops. You would starve before you would grow yeah, a 12-pound onion. True. I know As that. soon as the alien mentioned an onion, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I, all right. Done. All right. No intergalactic peace for you. No, nothing. So here's where Pizza. they try to go legit. Pizza. Oscar and Jose really want to bring this shit to the people. There's okay. a lot of hungry motherfuckers out there. People got to eat. This is what happens. All right. To prove his point... Oscar remembered how on September 20th, 1977, he and Jose went to meet with the Secretary of Agriculture and Hydraulic Resources, wow, that's a double title, Francisco Marino Rabago, with whom they promised to deliver the formula in exchange for two conditions being met. One, the creation of a national park in the Valle de Santiago, which actually happened, the seven luminaries are now part of a... a a national park. All right, cool. And the construction on the same site of an agricultural school. I don't know if that's happened or not. Okay. In the meeting, Oscar stated the following. Imagine Valle de Santiago with the craters of the luminaries infested with vegetables and giant fruits. I think the problem of hunger would be less. But if I say how to make the giant vegetables, the rich will become richer. Mm, yeah, they understand the what's going on. The elites, yeah. At that meeting, Jose and Oscar proposed to carry out an experiment that would prove the validity of their bold assertions. It was to be a competition held between the Secretariat's technicians and themselves in which a field of neutral land would be divided into two equal plots, approximately 50 acres each, wherein they would both plant various vegetables. It's a good old fucking farm-off. It's a grow-off. It's a grow-off. Right. Timey. There you go. The government's agronomists would plant their crops using fertilizers and techniques learned at the University of Chapingo, which I assume is a big agricultural university. I would hope. The two peasants would employ their own, quote-unquote, secret knowledge and understanding. Government <laughs> agricultural specialists inspected all of the seeds with great care and supervised the planting three months prior to harvest. It is presumed that the experiment was orchestrated and supervised by the U.S. government and Monsanto. The, they see? It's presumed. <sighs> a company that today has a plant located in the region, which was built, perhaps not coincidentally, after the event in question. Every step of the growing process, from plowing until the final harvest, was done under the watchful scrutiny of governmental and corporate agents in order to ensure that Jose and Oscar took no unfair advantages. Obviously, they did not. Finally, one hot day in March of 1978, huge government scales were hauled into the experimental lots that had been planted miles away from Guanajuato's volcanic, mineral-rich soil, and the arduous process of harvesting and weighing was begun. It would not be long before it was clear who had won the competition. The output of the field, which had been disseminated and tended to by the government-sanctioned agriculturalists, averaged about 30 tons of crops per acre. Still, that's a lot. That's a lot. No doubt. Right. While the turf managed by Jose yielded over 105 tons per acre. Oh, shit. The results were in, and the experiment had proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that Jose's methods, though remarkable, were an unmitigated success. Jose's head-sized onions, including stalks, which stood six feet tall. His cabbages took four men to lift, and when splayed out, spread their leaves over a seven-foot circumference. 
His now legendary collard greens boasted five-foot stalks exactly like the greens he had grown in the Valle de Santiago for more than three decades. And he's just using space magic. So he's, he's using space magic, the same exact seeds, the same exact neutral soil that is not volcanic no rich. No volcanic rich. So iron. it's understandable that a lot of people were like, yes, the, the mineral rich soil near you know, nah, man. a disused volcano. I don't think they're called disused. Dormant, I think is the better word. I don't think anyone's just like, yeah, <laughs> Disuse, I'm, I'm just going to yeah. bother using the, the volcano the anymore volcano, nice. but fucking maybe vulcans like fuck you i'm done with this <laughs> volcano but but this is like arbitrary land and yet still obviously they came to play and and showed up hardcore okay okay as the sun dipped low on the horizon the officials of the agricultural department promised jose a visit by none other than president jose lopez portillo or at the very least, the Minister of Agriculture, who would call to offer recognition for his triumph and, more importantly, share his inherited formula with the world. But you got to remember, that's Jose's ultimate goal. Okay. Unfortunately, the Mexican government did not honor its pledge, and by the time the last vestiges of sunlight were dwindling, the officials climbed into their trucks and disappeared forever, save for a man named Raul Moreno, a government employee who had believed in Jose from the beginning, who offered the farmer a slim recompense for his efforts, stating, We would normally keep these huge vegetables for research or sell them for the government. But since we took you from your farm, you may sell them yourself and keep the money. Nice bone, Throw him a bone. Disenchanted. But not acrimonious, Jose, who had little interest in receiving credit and even less in making a profit, did not take his weighty vegetables to market, but instead used the fruit of his labors to fulfill the promise made by the lanky stranger all those years before. He wanted to feed the world. The very next day, the plates of the poverty-stricken families of the Tamul Pass were filled with huge portions of Jose and Oscar's vegetables, free of charge. So he's giving back to the people like he said he was going to. All right, it's a solid fucking dude right He's not there. a rich dude. No. He's not going back to some but he's opulent giving mansion. Back. Giving back to his community. Okay. It's awesome. Good for him. While the government didn't keep its pledge to share the secrets of growing vast vegetables with the world, thanks to a slew of reporters and ufologists, word of this food of the gods and the subterranean saucer-piloting ivory goliaths who had made it possible spread far and wide, even showing up on an episode of the Jack Palance-hosted version of Ripley's Believe It or mm. Not, which aired between 1982 and 86. Oh, shit, he And made that's it. where I remember seeing this. Like, it's just uh, the vaguest okay. spotty memory. But I remember seeing these huge I, vegetables. And then anytime anybody on TV, be it real people or that's incredible or whatever, the f unsolved mysteries, anytime UFOs were mentioned, I was fucking fascinated as a kid. Right. So this blew my mind yeah. a little too. And there it is all these years later. There you go. Although it may be unrelated, we're going to wrap this up now, guys. Okay. So I just need you to bear with me a little longer. A potential follow-up to this story suggests that the exploits of these gargantuan gardeners might have migrated northward in the 1970s. On April 8, 2004, a contributor referring to herself as Graylian posted an excerpt of an article titled Possible Alien Visitor Reported in Mississippi on the Charles Fort Institute's Fortiana Forums thread about the giant vegetables of Santiago. The reason for this seemingly unrelated account became obvious upon reading. 
According to the uncredited source of the account, while on a business trip through Mississippi during the 1970s, a woman stopped by a small roadside cafe wherein she encountered an odd ashen-skinned stranger. Here is her account. In the 1970s, I was on the road for business and stopped in a small cafe. While we were in there, a man came in and asked the waitress where he could find liquid for batteries. It was very early in the morning and the cafe was the only place open. I knew he needed battery fluid by what he said and told him he could get help at the gas station. He said he was in a trailer which was run by batteries, which is pretty bizarre for the 1970s. Battery fluid? Oh, all right. Electric cars back okay, then. cool. He seemed quite distressed waiting for the station to open as he had not as he had a schedule to meet someone. He said he was coming from Mexico and was on his way to work at Mount Shasta, not in the town where he had work to do. So the mountain itself, I assume. Okay. It would be at this point where the story would become interesting, not just for its odd content, but in terms of its potential association with unique agricultural phenomenon attributed to the Valle de Santiago. This is where it continues. He wanted to know if U.S. newspapers reported on the giant vegetables being raised in the mountains of Mexico. His people had been helping these isolated people by teaching them how to grow things. His people had tried to help other nations as well, but no one would have anything to do with them. He said the governments of the world did not want to talk to them, and they were totally disregarded. He talked about how bad off the world was. The conversation began to take a surreal take on a surreal amount of information, which made me wonder who he was. We were all mesmerized by his stories. The only people in the cafe were us four women, all over 30 years old, who really wanted to hear what he had to say. We were all eager to just listen to him. He was of medium height, muscular, and had snow-white hair. Even though his face seemed ageless, he looked Swedish, but his English was good but he did not know that electrolytes were needed for batteries. He did say that he had important work on Mount Shasta and had to be there on time to get it done. He was so white, and he had an expression of peace and quiet, and a steady voice like an angel, which was like music to the ears. Sounds to me like a Nordic, but that's just me sounds putting, a lot my, like a Nordic. That's also, putting my Nordic hat on. also sounds a lot like the guy that stumbled into fucking uh, Jose's parlor ate some sweet breads, drank some coffee, and left a fucking pile of hieroglyphics behind that literally changed agriculture as that valley knew it for the next half so century. So maybe what we're dealing with is that the Nordics, or as I call them, the fun aliens, the don't play with, the, the, the you won't the play with, the non-playing with my butt aliens, yeah. they're giving us recipes for giant vegetables. It kind of makes sense. Okay. One also can't help but to wonder if this disco-era envoy to Northern California's Mount Shasta might not be some kind of hybrid between the colorless colossuses that lived in the catacombs beneath the long extinct volcanoes of the Seven Luminaries and the local human populace. Perhaps, like other extraterrestrial breeding programs, this being was designed to bridge the gap between two desperate, though not wholly dissimilar, species, and perhaps open a line of communication between both of them. Just wild speculation All right, there. I'm down. It sounds Seeing good. Seeing as he took the time to bring it up with complete strangers, it would seem to be nothing short of an astonishing coincidence if this second angelic-voiced messenger was it not was not at least indirectly associated with Valle de Santiago and its unique agricultural phenomenon. 
Furthermore, according to local legend, Mount Shasta is an enigmatic area where large, white-robed humanoids, or sometimes silver-robed, are said to dwell. In fact, in 1904, a British prospector named J.C. Brown claimed to have descended nearly 11 miles into the bowels of Mount Shasta, wherein he claimed to have discovered not only a vast underground village filled with gold, but also a cachet of mummies that were well over 10 feet in height. <laughs> Big, pale, silver-clad, okay. mountain-living things. That's why they need the giant vegetables to eat. I mean, when you're 10 foot tall, you need a 6-foot onion. You do. You really yeah, do. it's math. No. Is it merely a coincidence that tall, fair-skinned no. humanoids are said to dwell in vast subterranean societies in both Mount Shasta and the Seven Luminaries? Or are we potentially dealing with sister colonies of a highly advanced species of early human, or perhaps even an extraterrestrial culture? Are these white titans the progenitor species of your, by that I mean the ancient aliens that allegedly oh, right. created us who are responsible for the creation of the human race and who, despite the best efforts of those in power are making their very best effort to save us from ourselves. If that is the case, then maybe we should let them do their good work before it is too late. So there's a lot of things on the table. I'll admit the possible Shasta connection, this weird Mississippi guy that may or may not have anything to do with the dude. We got aliens fighting Monsanto. But dude. what we have unequivocally is giant vegetables, vegetables. Giant vegetables. A guy named Jose and other people with his weird, who seemingly know how to do it, magic who, space magic way of growing. And it worked. And a it couple worked different even times. in evidently impartial growing mediums with seeds that were, um, you know, registered by the government, checked right. by the government, made sure that nobody had an unfair advantage. And so, when all the best technology of, you know, agriculture was used in this one. Right. You know, 50 acre field, you got you got 30 fucking tons an acre, which still seems like shit tons. It's a lot and of fucking vegetables. Magic fucking astrological vegetables. symbols and pendulums and mayhem were employed in the other one. You get more than triple that. I really want to know what his process for <laughs> growing is. <coughs> the, because, it, I mean, at this point, at, at, at this stage of the game, all right, 2020. Yeah. Hashtag grow new vegetables. Right. Put the shit out on the yeah. internet. Tweet that shit. Put it on Instagram. Put it on Facebook. Do a fucking do a, a, a WikiLeaks. Do whatever. Put the put oh, it out. Let's Wiki do it. it, it see, we're all ready here, for here's, astrology here's and the fucking shit. Part. Let's do it. Like if they were willing to let the government do it, why don't they? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, put I it get public. When Oscar said, "If we release it too willy nilly, the rich just get rich." But then, on the other hand, if Monsanto's or Monsanto, I always say it wrong. If the new protocol of people that are making pesticides is to use um, astrological charts and telescopes and weird timing things, then that's still bound to make the world a better place. At least less toxic. Even if fucking Jeff Bezos gets his grubby fucking Amazon Prime hands all over it, we still could fucking grow our own veggies, our own giant fucking well, vegetables. Well, yeah, you'd think it would be... Dude, Zuckerberg's gonna get involved. In a tomb somewhere. You maybe, can't stop Maybe the... fucking Elon Musk will step in and try to help shit. He'll try to help shit, but he'll try fuck to it help up shit, but fuck it up. Here's the thing. You can't prevent ambitious people from trying to exploit no, things. No, you can't. There's no point in even striving for that. All you can do is try to get the best for the most. But, dude, put I it mean, out to the public, that's literally all you can do in put life. Put it out to the public. Let us all try it. Let us grow giant veggies from the fucking humanoids in the center of the earth. But the thing that's fucking Fuck. twisted about this... Man. I mean, this. I mean, these lakes are said to, like, have, like we said... Uh, 
not only curative properties, but like half snake, like Naginas from, uh, you know, Hindu folklore, uh, you know, carnivorous lake monsters, yeah. all Chuck. sorts of ill shit. Um, facts are these giant vegetables are being grown. Facts seem to be that this guy and the people he has taught know how to do it. And they're doing it with like standard op seeds and soil. Using space magic, yeah. But well, what, what is not a fact, no, and what Chris I think is is, <laughs> is probably going to be climbing onto, is that we really don't know if it is a bunch of subterranean or who knows. The guy that gave it to him might be some weird oracle that just claimed he was kidnapped by fucking albino, okay, well volcano giants, and that he learned the secret from them. But he actually came off, and this only deepens the mystery for me more like a messenger than actually somebody who escaped wrote down a secret formula and right. decided to impart it to jose just yeah. in passing thanks for the right. sweet bread i'm out kid yeah well as it's reported it feels like that it sure like does yeah well that quote but, but, at the end too that, you know bear well these magical me, symbols it, it, for yeah. you shall feed the world right doodly dee but right, chris I mean, what do you know the, the first big problem is is the what I mean, if they're chronicling everything he's doing, then why are not there details of what those guys are doing to make these things grow? The process, yes. Right. Re- release the formula. Not even release, like, if they're keeping track of everything, especially in the, when they had the battle of the bands for the fucking vegetables. <laughs> no, it's true. They, they should have had a... <laughs> why is this not chronicled? <laughs> but, Clash like, the Titans for the fucking But here's the farmer. thing. If they had... And that's funny. But if they had a secret <laughs> method of, like, when to plant the seeds and maybe... What direction to face? I mean, I'm making right, shit up that, now. I don't know. No, that's they fine. But that's not, none of that's magic. Have, they might not have known that. No, but I mean, what is magic? As Mark can attest, but a way of manipulating reality as it exists to make it something more of what you want. Then Thank that's you. just science. Thank you. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's not that, magic. That's yeah. the rub. It's magic, right? I'm. That's but, a, there's nothing. Well, you know, and I, had, I would he, think if there if there is any legitimacy to magic, then it is. An untapped and very esoteric form of science that, much like quantum mechanics, falls apart logically sometimes, but still ends up working. You could look at it that way. Well, that's the way I would choose to look at it. Could, if I you could also to say, it. like the, the guy, my magic train. There's a potter that makes really good shit, and then like, but people come on and they just have these machines that just can't make the same pot as good as this guy. And he's like, well, there's a technique that you can't get. Yeah, but I mean, what do and you do? Massage the seeds? Like, talk to the gourds? I mean... Well, they're saying that... I'm, just, that, I'm not saying I 100% believe I'm it's just magic, saying, but what can one right. dude do that well, maybe all the, these maybe the officials... Thing too, I yeah. don't know, because none of us are farmers, and we don't know, so maybe I can't whatever answer that. The, But also, too, with their process, Boom. whatever they're doing, whatever esoteric rituals or whatever to do with know, the sun, just, the moon, and the stars... Uh, if they it's could a very ritual, well be doing yeah. this and planting the seeds, but not actually showing the government how they're doing it. That's true. So if they have some, like, that's like, not a ritual. Like I, yeah, but it, I mean, it could be a ritual. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, you know, I know, but you just keep. I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it could be I a ritual. Mean, it's, I, just, it's words. It's words. <laughs> I'll admit. Yeah. If it is, like, if it is some kind of you, weird, you space can call it magic, a process. Mark can call it a ritual. <laughs> yeah, you have altars. Yeah, but, I have altars. But, we yeah, have altars. Your mind. I know what you're thinking when you're saying ritual. Exactly. You're thinking like robes. Oh no no no. Dropping these fucking things. I'm thinking pyramid hats. I'm floating. You guys are like, what the fuck's most? I'm doing? just saying they have an optimal maybe depth. They they just know. They, maybe they can tell uh, precipitation thing. I mean, all of that, 
all of that might be true, but then you'd wonder why just the, this small group in this small section of the world. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. That's the fucked up part. I thought maybe the volcano... And why would they insist that it has to do with astro... Astro-astrology? Astrom-astrology? I'm I don't sure, even know yes, what you'd yeah, say. Astrological no, signs and astrology. That's just... Yes. No, I'm yeah, just no. I'm going to say yeah. no. But... Well, you're going to say no, of course, because it but, doesn't play into what you want. But if alien, it works, but, it's working. Yeah, but did, Jupiter and Mars don't make big cabbage. We or don't. Do they? We don't know that. Yeah, they, they do. that's know, the thing. Though. I Listen, oh, I'm, the I'm, I'm the first to want to. I'm the first to want to shit it. on it. I, I want to shit on it too. You, there's no. Just, but you just can't no argue reason. with fucking facts. Now I'm not saying. Listen, I'm playing devil's what, advocate. What, what, what facts? The facts are, the facts are there's big vegetables. The, the, that's facts. They have nothing to do with the planets <laughs> that you know of. Well, that you the thing, know though. of, because some guy said maybe it does. Exactly. Big vegetables. But if two people are working with the exact same seeds oh, in man. the exact same environment, and one guy says it's the fucking magic of the stars, and the other guy can't do it. Right. I'm not saying I I'm want so, to no, believe it. It's the magic of the stars. But you have to be like, I have to at least entertain the possibility. Yeah. I'm real dubious about astrology in general, always have been. And and how it applies to fucking crops, I'm even more sketchy about. On the other hand, to totally shit on what seems to be the facts is, is, is something I'm not willing to do either. I want to be pragmatic enough to go, I want it to be something else, don't get me wrong. But if the one guy that can do it is like, no, listen, I, I don't know why this is it. I, I was a traditional farmer my whole life. This guy gave yeah. me this recipe. Now I plant That's on the third fucking day, seven and a half inches sure, down, and I point it towards the fucking third moon of they, Saturn. They said that, or that, that they the were. Right. That's great if that's all chronicled, but that's not. Oh, all, I know. All, all he said was hieroglyphics, uh, some special symbols. That, which that's makes the me, problem. which to me sounds like a sigil or maybe some sort of magical ritual that. See, may, ritual. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's maybe it's as simple as doing this a sigil as you're growing it, and maybe something happens. So like or some maybe fucking Doctor it, Strange, fucking arcane mandala or, shit in the yeah, soil. Yeah, or maybe you could even go Aleister Crowley deep, and it's a fucking two week ritual. It's jizz and blood, and, and yeah, and use yeah. tampons and regret. Wow, I'm uh, not God, eating no vegetables. You had to really, <laughs> well, really. Mean, it's Aleister Crowley. He's a bag of scum. All right, it's true. He is. All yeah, right, you pee on Great. It. Great yeah. books, though. Books. I like. So the, you jizz like... in a grapefruit, bury it three feet down, <laughs> hop three times, semicircle over it, and do, do some jumping jacks. Yeah, your green beans yeah. are eleven feet long. Collect your sweat. Talk backwards for a day. There you go. Maybe it's some crazy weird sex magic that they just didn't want to admit to. Maybe there's some crazy seven luminaries fuck orgies going on. Maybe it's like fucking. Uh, I mean, like what's his nuts? What's that? What's that movie that was never as good as it should have been, but they remade with Nicolas Cage, The Wicker Man, where it's some weird oh, harvest rituals. Oh, that was really bad. It's all Could about be, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I really I wanted both versions so, to be good, but whatever. But maybe it's like some pagan harvest madness that just happens to tie in with giant pale dirt fucking but the aliens the aliens just said why they were giving they, they want they, they they gave them this whole you know we fucking process aliens. or whatever they see are what he's doing? See what he does? the aliens gave them the magic it's clear as day listen the people from the center of the earth <laughs> i mean we do love alien magic mix-ups <laughs> the people from the center of the earth gave yeah. the formula to say feed the world 
Make your make yourself better than you are. Expand your DNA. Become the gods that you are to be. Because maybe they put us here. Yeah, that's the other thing. There you go. I know the progenitors. Maybe they put us here. That's yeah. the thing that blows my mind even more. Like if there's something true about any of this, and I'll admit, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate, but like Chris, I'm 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 deeply skeptical. Hey about man, I'm over here floating, growing corn. Fuck you guys. All right. But there on the other is. hand, all right, fine. My, if, my tomatoes if, are huge. You guys need tiny tomatoes. Fucking, fucking tomatoes. DNA and become man god of Wanawanto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, the man guy. I'd be all right with that. And not for nothing, I've never met like a vegetarian or a vegan who's living healthy, who's like a piece of shit like me. They're all like fucking super, like, you know, good mental attitude. They got fucking great bodies. They're fucking doing their shit. And I'm over here fucking eating like garbage, yeah, also, drinking like a fish. That's a default of just living healthy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But that's the fucking key. The key from the aliens to make us fucking better so we can fight Monsanto. Yeah, but we all we all knew that. You know what the food pyramid Why? told us that? We didn't eat aliens for that. Yeah, we, did, we didn't really. Ah, but it's a food pyramid. Ah, okay. gotcha. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Burned. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. What if it was a food fucking pyramid with a fucking eye in the middle, the fucking Illuminati? Wow. Then what? Yeah. Well, it is. I don't know what what's what's represented by the eye. Is that the cupcake <laughs> in the middle of the food <laughs> the pyramid? Cupcake. There's no oh, cupcake in the food pyramid. There is there's a mind. There's not. Eye. Yeah. No. Uh, mine's a the foundational that's level. That's why we're pieces of shit. And we're not fucking uh, vegan gods. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't know if I want. I don't to be want. A vegan no. God. Yes. No. We can be warriors. We're not. Uh, we're just talking. We're just, dude, I'm holding my hands. Fuck us, tattoo and fatty. That's what we That's are. True. Jesus Christ. I don't want uh, any part of your pyramid. There's going to be cults in our honor. <laughs> Keep your fucking seeds. I'm eating pizza. All right, so I don't know. I no, really I, don't know. None of us I'm do. I'm impressed we can't. with There's the pictures. Yeah. I'm impressed with my vague memories of network TV as a small child. I, I like to think that it's based on something more than just mineral rich soil and you know just the, the, the pithy skills of local farmers I, you know and i want to think that, i know but what blows my mind is that if it really was just blows my eyes the wrong thing the thing that I, I guess there's a monkey dick in the works for me if if jose was really just a master fucking chef of working the soil and the the seeds and the water and whatnot why not take credit for it why not become a celebrated master farmer if that's such a thing why give credit to weird farmer. fucking crazy fuckers was, that live deep in the earth, fucking volcano gods and their UFO. Why even do that? Because I don't know, man. Maybe he was slightly savant-ish. Some people are just simple fuckers and they don't want to deal with shit. So they make up this vast story of fucking weirdness to maybe. compensate? Maybe there really was a dude, um, at least the first one. Maybe that he was maybe some sort of helpful. Maybe they ha almost had it down. And uh, they just kind of gave him the extra little... So who is this dude? Because that just opens up a whole other mystery. Dude, to who me... Is this dude, I, and how nobody, did he have symbols that It sounds that would to me farmers? like a, they, they resemble if Nordics. That's even real. I mean, classic description well, the, of the Nordics. the second one. I'll tell you what. The second what one. What resembles Nordics, because the first guy that ran into Jose was pale and, and, and lanky, not super tall the, and Right, that's what I mean. Which is why I propose the idea that maybe it was a hybrid thing that was used to bridge the gap, if only because... It seems like the two examples of slightly lanky but definitely human um, speaking English or Spanish in this case, um, and English, I guess, in the Mississippi case, and, and, and they have this message about growing vegetables. It's like you have these two examples of semi-humans doing it. The ones that are supposedly the master gardeners mm. deep in the bowels of the ground speak in unintelligible noises. They're 
just they're Morlocks basically. They're fucking big yeah. old pale yeah, super Morlocks that are they're like fucking 10 feet sweet, tall. Sweet vegan center of the earth people. And 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 you, and you have to be like, you know, are are these people like you say trying to communicate something out? Did they was this person not really kidnapped, but that was his cover story so that he could come out and just right. spread the word? Like, let me tell you about these people there. No, I don't know them. I can't get back there. I was kidnapped by them, but they're down there. They're fucking super good at making big vegetables. Yeah. Here's their symbol. And you know what? Because you gave me fucking banana bread and fucking a sweet cup of Java. Now, now you are too. Dude, I don't know. The master of the garden. I'm all about the fucking intraterrestrials teaching us how to farm properly, become vegan gods to fight Monsanto. That's my take on it. Christopher, you're not on board, but that's okay. That's the most fucked up thing I ever heard in my life. It, yeah, but it, actually, it, exactly. it, it sounds really appealing. You like that? That's a great movie. Like See, I'm telling no, you. Yeah. It's a great movie. Why don't we do no, that? I mean, if it. they're going to fight ultra-terrestrials and Monsanto, I might be 100% Yeah, and Big Pharma and fucking and, and multinational elite fucking global corporations. Fucking okay. Amazon's right, going no, to no, fuck we're, down. We're going too big. We're going too big. I, don't, going too big. I hate Scale to say it. it. I hate it to say it, but we got to take out Apple. I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I love my iPhone. See what you've done. We got to do it. See what you've done. We got to do it. See what you've done. Listen, this is how it fucking starts. You had me, and then you lost. This is a grassroots movement of being a vegan fucking god amongst men. Listen, calm the fuck down. We need weapons. Every relationship you've ever had, we need. You had me seduced. I was in your bed. I was ready to go, and you just fucked it up. And now I'm creeped out and walking out. The only thing I will do that you satisfied Apple. All right, fine. No, but I'm eating pizza. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm not gonna eat any apples. This, this season. No, the computer. No, I know, dude. I'll fight Apple. I that's it. I fucking know. Thank you. God damn it. Anyway, we, 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 we got to take him down. All right, so there's a we lot of big to. things to deal it's with. It's up to us. I would like to think the interterrestrials are on team human. I would like it to think. It sounds to me that like they, they are. Even if they occasionally kidnap people or not, that they're just doing their farms and hanging out with the snake ladies and maybe fucking chalk the sweet carnivorous plesiosaurus, their pet that keeps fucking randos away from their fucking awesome pumpkins i want to believe they're there i want to believe they're working hard on our behalf and that um dude it is only a global conspiracy that is preventing them from because making sure we all they are literally with healthy food they are literally on the front lines fighting fucking monsanto I'm talking guns. I'm talking fucking well, my, glaze. Well, Monsanto I'm put, a, fist put a plant fist. right triangles, in their exactly. Right triangles. In their base. So yeah. it's it's all oh, well, yeah. And got, you know, Monsanto well, probably has triangles. triangles. Monsanto yeah. probably has some weird fucking like fucking Blackwater Army that they oh, fucking you know pay they mercenaries do. in. They're sending fuck people, people down to the, the earth all the time to yeah. fucking take it yeah. right to them and to fuck with farmers and to do shit because they're fucking with us. Because yeah, they don't want magic big vegetables. God, they want it. pesticides and fucking profit. Do we gotta call the big feet in? Is like the auxiliary. <sighs> no, what are they going to do? Dimension half the time. They don't even give a fuck <laughs> what about What are they going to do? All right, fine. All right. All right, well, there you have it. Those are take on giant vegetables, space magic. <laughs> Earth and giants. Maybe. And the war on big pharma. Or, I'm sorry, big big veg. Big veg. And big, and big pharma. Agriculturalists. We've all been touched by big pharma. Sure. Yeah, now oh we're being well, yeah, fucked by big veg. Yeah. That's the worst, too. Exactly. I've avoided yeah. vegetables my whole life only for this to happen. Not anymore. I think I got you on board. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but then again, I don't need like we a 10 We can become vegan carrot. gods. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, if there was a guarantee to become godlike, 
I would probably try being vegan. I'm saying I've never yeah, met but a vegan. That's all, I've, never, I've never met a terrible vegan. Like they're all pretty. Oh, well, I've, good. Well, I've met a lot of douchey vegans. No, I'm talking about like like good like good attitude and good mental you know fortitude you, and how health. How many vegans do you know you want to hang out with a lot? I have a lot of vegan friends. Fucker, oh, come bless on, your heart. my family's vegans. Yeah, it's one of us. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Really? All right, maybe I'm being a little judgy. All right, it's fine. You know, I'm going back to Earth Crisis days. Maybe I'm being a little too hard. Maybe don't I'm, maybe don't I'm too dancing hard. straight edge with fucking vegans. Yeah. No. You're right. I'm, I'm here to open my mind. We have a lot of awesome vegan listeners that I'm are out there. I'm not dissing you I'm guys. Not, I'm just saying. Good I want good you to you. eat the things that make you live a long time and feel good. I was a vegetarian for eight years. I know. And I should go back because I'm currently a pile of shit. And I need to make adjustments in my life. I'm a pile of shit. I'm a pile well, you of can shit. still make the adjustments without yeah, going I know, straight up but vegan. But I need but. to have that discipline in my life. I need that fucking discipline of like, this is what I'm going to fucking do. Like an do. hour ago, you were this close to eating veal, and now look at you. Yeah. I did not say Holy I was going yeah, I'm you starving for, I want a veal you were just, You were licking your lips. You, you were talking shit, but the whole time you were like, oh, kill the Who babies. makes veal parm? Listen, do they just kill deliver? the babies. No one makes, no one's going to deliver you veal parm. That's what Jesus you were saying. Guess what? I'm finding somebody to get me some veal parm. Domino's does not deliver. Oh, Domino's veal parm. Oh, you know what? I would still fucking it's try it. Stringy. Oh, it's yeah, it's probably Mushroom just like a fake farm. patty, which it's, I love. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. All right. So listen, farm. we're gonna do better yeah, as a exactly. fuck, as a podcast, oh, fungal parm. I'm gonna throw as the a fuck podcast up. <laughs> and as a people, okay, and as a planet, we're gonna so, do better. I. I love the idea that there's giant vegetables. I love the idea that there's volcano <laughs> giants. I mean, I, yeah, I need to live Not in this that you'll world. You eat them, but you look at their. No, no. I mean, they're, I'm glad they're. And you know what? I like I like a lot of vegetables. I'm surprisingly, the same, so I um, actually I do too. Uh, yeah, I'm. You I know, I choose. You know what? This is one I choose to believe. Me too. I'm, I I'm choose. On board, to me believe. and you. Vegan the evidence gods. isn't really I there. I believe that big vegetables happen. Listen, I'm sorry. The Mozart of vegetables is fucked up. <laughs> But the, I, I'm chalking it up to the moots out of vegetables. <laughs> oh, that's somehow. Awesome. All right, by not magic. All right. Well, you know, I get, I get why you Chris don't have see enough thoughts. evidence for magic. Well, because there isn't. But you have to admit <sighs> that it's bitch. more compelling Son than most bitch. arguments you've I'm, ever seen for magic. I, well, that's not my argument. It's. I'm not saying it's not compelling. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying because it's more obvious not to be doesn't mean that it's N- not not obvious. It's no, I mean really <laughs> no because most of the world indicates that magic isn't why things happen. Well, sure. So that's why I'm just saying it's leaning. And, and that I way. get that, but but we can't always fall to the default. This one time, I don't know what the other answer is. He's a really good special farmer that is lying dope about techniques. his sweet skills, dude. Dope techniques and accrediting them. To a random stranger from fucking, Dude, well, it, now 60 years ago. Sure, that's why not? That's just nuts. It's not really nuts. Yeah. That's, that's not really. It's the one time where that's more nuts than it. me just going, magic. Why not? Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, so there you have it. That is our take on gigantic vegetables and uh, being a vegan god and uh, aliens from the intra- Terrestrials. Yes. Uh, thank you all so very much for joining us. As always, share your comments, thoughts, suggestions, theories, and the socials, the Instas, the Twitters, and the Facebooks. Also, to our Facebook group. Check it out yeah, there. Please. Post it dude, up. Dude. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. And uh, Robert, Tom- Robert Thompson. 
Yeah. Shout outs for holding down our group. Oh, absolutely. Moderating it. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he he keeps it. Like yeah. I don't I don't I don't know what happened, but did you see there's like a huge like spam thing that like kicked off no. randomly? Yeah, there's a huge like spam thing that fucking kicked off. Okay. But, so shout outs to Robert for helping us out with that. It's very much appreciated. Um Hellerspace, Hellerspace.com. Get your merch there. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, $1 gets you a shout-out. $5 gets you a shout-out and some bonus audio. There you have it. Thank y'all for joining us, and we're talking to you soon. Okay, bye. Uh, dirt giant. Fuck onions. <laughs> <laughs>